We return with another Deadlands Noir, The Dark Heart of the City. Our usual cast, with Sharon, Chris, Jameis, Richard, and Nick reprise their usual roles. I'm continuing with my minimal audio editing trend to get these old sessions up faster. And if you'd like to listen to them even faster than they hit the feed, apply to join our forums at bluemagic.com. I post several sessions ahead of where the feed is, and it's a great place to gather and get in on some sessions of your own. Our group plays many different systems and many different genres, and more than a few of us do the task of game mastering. But tonight, you're here to listen to Deadlands, The Dark Heart of the City, Session 5, Part 1. So we're, uh, we're back with another Deadlands Noir. Tonight we have Session 5 in. It's been about a month since we played last, so uh, <laughs> memories will not be the greatest. Uh, but tonight, uh, we have, going down my character selection list here, uh, Anise Villane has played, <laughs> is, is being played by... This is Jameis, playing Anise Villane. It's a honking <laughs> head <thing. laughs> That's uh, your hecklers crowd. <laughs> yeah. I'm a psyche, but I'm really just a, just a magician with a very good talent of picking pockets and whatnot. I can't remember if there's anything else we're supposed to say in this opening, so I'll pass it to someone else. <laughs> and uh, Franny Lewis, being played by. Uh, yes, this is Sharon. I'm playing Franny Lewis, uh, nightclub lounge singer extraordinaire. Um, formerly played at the Dill Pickle, but that's burned down now, so um, I'm just taking make work um, singing. All right. Uh, actually, uh, with our last episode, you had the opening night of the New Deal Pickle. It's uh, true, we yeah, did. Yeah, so the, the pickle exists in a new form and a new, nicer place. Uh, next, we have Jack Vance, a.k.a. Henry Smith, a.k.a. Uh, any number of other pseudonyms he's used in the past, but he's being played by. Uh, hello, my name is Nick Logos. I will be playing Jack Vance. He is a uh, grifter. Um, man on a min- mission of vengeance, and uh, is here just for everyone's health and well-being. Yes, <laughs> I smile winningly at the camera. And Samuel Edward Figs, the only honest cop in this dark heart of the city, being played by. <laughs> I am Chris, and I'm playing. Samuel Figs, the the only good, honest cop around. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, Richard cannot join us tonight, so the part of Kailu is being played by no one. Uh, Kailu is uh, doing some driving during this session, so she's going to be out of the city. Yes, there we go. Uh, so, last session. Uh, since it has been a while, uh, if anyone has anything to... Uh, that they remember wants to throw out there, go right ahead. Otherwise, I'll just fill in uh, okay. some of the details. So, so um, we had someone, I think it was Jameis, might be in um, Richard, had the bright idea that we have a key and that we should go investigate the key. Um, so we went over to, the, to that particular uh, slum to investigate the key. There was a mother with a young child when we came up to the particular address. There was some discussion with the uh, doorman 
about, you know, how, who was here, what did he notice, et cetera, et cetera. He told us what he knew, which was, I believe there were three people still in that room. And then, uh, we went, um, up there, uh, when we were about to do some door, um, well, we, when we were about to do some aggressive entry, Bert decided to be a person whom I value as both a friend and a GM <laughs> and decided to throw in a child with a mother. And there was some, um, hijinks in trying to get her away. Unfortunately, someone not throwing names, uh, me crit bailed on his check to convince her that there was about to be violence. So, uh, she didn't think much of it. And then, um, the Indian, um, slash Asian, uh, Kailu decided to knock on the door. Um, there wasn't much happening when that happened. So I just decided to, uh, go in with violence. And then, uh, there was some minor gunplay back and forth, uh, with, uh, Miss Franny looking after the child, a niece breaking in through the back door, and myself and Kailu uh, providing the violence. Um, we managed to get one guy. Um, we wounded uh, all the people except for one who I think we somehow made. Uh, the woman was a nurse, and someone managed to save the dying guy who was on the table, I recall. Bert, was that oh, true? no, no. He ended up dying. I mean, oh, he okay. lived long enough, uh, but then he died in transport. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we, we screwed up on trying to save him. Oh, well. Uh, shouldn't have tried to burn down the club, to be honest with you. That's, that's mm-hmm. a pretty messed thing to do. Um, and we managed to capture one of the guys. We drug him back for some mild interrogation, for some light interrogation. Um, he told us about the guy there was a crazy guy who was uh managed to convince their crew to uh, burn down the thing this guy was well connected in with the new orleans mob um he appears to be our insider of note um he was known for throwing around cash and being part of a um basically uh, hiring and recruiting entertainers. Um, so two of which are missing Two of which are missing. Um, and then, uh, we had the opening of the dill pickle with words exchanged and us trying to guard out and some, um, being discussed between myself and, um, the owner of the dill pickle. And, uh, we also got, um, I was talking with a, uh, PI, from, I forgot what particular organization it was. It was the Continental Operatives. And he and I basically exchanged some contact details, um, some call information, et cetera, et cetera. And um, he gave me some information. Uh, he was looking for some information about an individual who I you know, was interested in helping him out with in exchange for him looking up some information about some individual, the uh, notorious mobster for me. Okay. uh, Nice. Okay, I can fill in a little bit of that. Um, I believe the mysterious insider was a guy named uh, Tucker Stiles. And um, he was known for frequenting nightclubs, spreading around a lot of cash. Um, 
He is um, violent, um, and he wants people to do a lot of things. And apparently he's very, very, very fond of purple. He also has a... um, He's had his name changed, and there are no birth records of him. And he has a boat in reserved berth. Um, the neighborhood that we're in, his family used to live in, um, but there were there, his parents were killed in an incident, uh, uh, like basically a, a horse and buggy traffic accident kind of thing. The kid went uh, to a workhouse about 20, 25 years ago. Um, apparently, um, well, he's very fond of purple, and so is Gerard Villa. And um, Anise has a admirer, um, someone that delivered a, a, a box with uh, pearl earrings and strand of pearls um, in it. Um, and we think it may have come from Tucker Styles or someone in that organization, but we don't know. Uh, something has to be checked out. Uh, we need to check out Tucker Styles' boat as well. And the two missing... Um, Lounge, lounge singers are Delilah Starr and Rose LaGrange. They just disappeared. And wasn't there a sax player or something like that? I'm not sure. And I think the sax player got um, injured. Yeah. Oh. And couldn't play. I don't think he. I think I don't think he's missing. Delilah Starr and who was the other one? Uh, Rose LaGrange. And we and the <clears throat> Continental Op character was looking for Delilah Starr, right? I believe so. And she was known for being a uh, ne'er-do-well heiress, if I recall correctly. And she's missing. Yeah. Is that correct, GM? Uh, I'll I'll go over a few things after everyone's done. Yep. Uh, So you guys go, I I gave you each chip, so you're starting with four chips instead of three. Anyone else want to add anything? Um... Benjamin Grundy is an old officer who might know Styles from back in the day. Uh, we wanted to check out the city paper. That might be a better idea. We might get a better idea of um, who Tucker Styles is. Um, Mooney has a new place. It's still called the Dill Pickle. Uh, I am healed. I am not injured anymore. And I have talked to the Stadies and the Rangers and others about Tucker. So they have an idea who he might be. Mm-hmm. And okay. I take and I take crappy notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's worth a chip. Uh, Jameis, you got anything? What they said sounds a bit familiar. <laughs> 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 These things might have happened. There might yeah. even be a recording. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, a few things of note. Uh, Benjamin Grundy actually is the doorman at the Ambassador Hotel. So, uh, Chris, that, that name you got transposed there somewhere. Yeah, whatever. Yep. Uh, <laughs> important to remember the NPCs because when like you go to... Uh, shake down leads and do investigating. If you actually know a person, uh, instead of rolling on a chart, you can go to that person. So it's, it's uh, useful to jot down the NPCs that you have ran into. So Benjamin okay, Grundy is a doorman at the Ambassador Hotel. He drinks a lot. He's an older gentleman. 
the ambassador was the hotel that you guys uh, went into to <clears throat> look for folks. <laughs> I can barely remember all the pseudonyms I use. <laughs> much less other people uh the other thing about uh tucker styles is that apparently after he was put in the workhouse he got work as a newsie a newsboy oh, and man. he uh, apparently uh uses them as his information sources and is a uh, quite uh contributor to their causes and such so uh he has his own little brigade of street urchins that he uses yeah i remember the the massive celebrations that they, they would used to have and, yeah you know, them. All right, so we ended the last session on Sunday, September 15th. Uh, so we're going to uh, Sunday being the Sabbath and all good people, you know, not working on the Sabbath. <laughs> we're going to start today's section uh, Monday, uh, 16th of September, 1935, which also means that uh, a week has passed by. So everyone lost half of their income, uh, paying bills, buying groceries, taking care of... Uh, did we just do this? Well, I'm just saying, if you did do this already, you're good. If you haven't yet, uh, this this happened. So a week has gone by. Uh, is this the first time it's happened? Or this is the happened? first time it's happened. Okay. Okay, yeah. no, we did that last time. Okay, yep. good, good. <clears throat> so in the news for, sept uh, for September 16th, which was a Monday in 1935, Hitler makes the swastika Germany's flag, and there's a new law that excludes Jews as citizens. 100,000 attend concert in the park, planning on more to come. Uh, program was arranged and played by the combined orchestras of Chicago Sympathy, Symphony, the Women's Symphony, and the Chicago Civic Opera, numbering 225 musicians total. The Subway Snorer Bait nabs seven pickpockets. A snoring man seeking cease from the city's mad whirl on a bench in the 14th Street Station was the bait this morning for a police trap that collected seven train pickpockets. And in sports, the Cubs have 11 more games to play, the Cardinals 15, and the Giants 18 before the National League season is concluded. And those are the main headlines in today's paper. So, uh, Mr. Figs, uh, you are put uh, on executive leave currently after being in your hospital stay. You're going to be, uh, you're being paid, but you're off work for a week. They don't want you walking a beat in a cast and uh, sporting obvious bullet wounds. Looks bad to the public. <laughs> I am I'm still going to make my presence known, but not in the uniform. Sounds good. All right, so uh, Monday morning, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll pick up there. Then, uh, what do you guys wish to do? Uh, and keep in mind, uh, things that I'm I'm throwing at you don't necessarily are things that uh, should or possibly even can be solved. Uh, some of it is for ongoing plot purposes. So, if you feel like you're running up against a brick wall, it might be something indeed that you are never supposed to solve. <laughs> <laughs> I would certainly appreciate. Sometimes I've been known to do that work. Mm -hmm. I would appreciate maybe a side hit. So, <laughs> so um, yes. So. All right. So everybody should be feeling a little light in the cash department after having to uh, pay for <laughs> that, the. That, that is why I made my objection. Was because I was feeling <laughs> uh, having to pay for uh, all of your expenses for the week because, of course. Uh, your landlady there, Jack, uh, gets paid weekly. <laughs> Ma Phillips. Yeah. Appreciate Ma and her 
awesome breakfasts that she That's right. lovingly served to me at 9 a.m. Because, you know, I'm a good upstanding member of the public. <laughs> And that's what time breakfast is. If you're there at 9.30, you get no breakfast. 9 o'clock is the time for breakfast. <laughs> yes, indeed. She runs an orderly house. Orderly. Yes, she does. And I appreciate that most about my forms. <laughs> well, you jumped in, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a scene here. So what is Jack doing today after perusing the newspaper with coffee, cigarette, and eggs? Yes, yes, <laughs> he does. And then um, Jack is going to um, kind of shake his head. He uh, Jack, Jack doesn't deal with mornings well, which is why he gets up at 9 a.m. and yeah. that they would go pie even faster. <laughs> I get the idea that Ma Phillips is probably a heavy smoker. <laughs> I, I, I like her cigarette with my cigarette. Yes. <laughs> because matches are expenses, damn it. <laughs> so, um, money's tight around the Vance household. Um, so, uh, I think that I should be hitting the beat about Miss Star and hope to, uh, do some exchanges of information. Oh, uh, yeah, that's another point of clarity that, uh, your character probably picked up on. Um, when the detective was talking to you guys, and uh, actually it was your character specific, mm-hmm. asking about Delilah Star, and the other name that got thrown around was Rose Lagrange, they're mm-hmm. the same person. Um, it just, she may have gone by one. She may have gone by the other. Mm-hmm. She was less. Oh yeah. We, we have a boat. We have a boat to go visit. So, um, you got a berth. You don't yeah. know the name of the boat, but you got a berth. I have a berth, but, uh, I need to gather my other ne'er-do-well friends. So, mm-hmm. um, I will stock up, of course, all my cigarettes and, uh, my whatnot. And I will survey, my life and what it has become. <laughs> and, uh, then, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and head out the door. Um, Oh, I'll check my voicemail. Of course. Mm-hmm. See if, any, if anybody has left me any messages. Um, <laughs> give me a second. Uh, no, no messages have been left. Okay. Um, then I will, I will sit and talk with Ma because I get the feeling that she might be a bit of a lonely old soul. So <laughs> as she goes through her pack of cigarettes for breakfast, a little bit of whiskey for the throat. <laughs> of course. I appreciate she's it. talking about the deadbeat in 301 that she's going to have to kick out today. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> You know when I get back back from my business, Ma, uh, I will... Well, you want to do it now, Ma? Uh, she looks at the watch and says, uh, It's not a decent hour to throw somebody out there. We'll do it around noon. Okay. If you're around, great. Otherwise, she pulls out a pump shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can handle it, Ma. I just I, I always like helping out about the house. You know me. You're a good boy. Indeed I am, Ma. Indeed, I am. But you still gotta pay. Of course. <laughs> Everyone has to pay, Ma. That's the nature of life. There's nothing in this universe for free. Yes. She gives you her uh, gap tooth smile. Her, her dentures actually have a gap in them as she loads a shotgun. <laughs> Ma. Uh, 
I'm going to have to bug out and go uh, over to uh, Franny's house because she is where, who we meet through. Yep. You taking an expensive cab or public transport? Hell no, Bert. <laughs> Money's tight. Um, I will also be... You can uh, walk, a, too. It's, yeah, I will um, be taking a transport and get off at the wrong exit and be doing things where I get off late and you know, get oh, on. Oh, you're trying to see if you're being tailed? Yep. Give me a notice roll. I'm decent at notice. Uh, but the dice... You know what? I have chips. I'm spending a chip on this. I'm, I'm paranoid. Alright. Chip is worth a re-roll. Oh, look yeah. at that. Uh, hey, it's an expert job. You are, in fact, being tailed. It's a three-man operation. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, it's pretty slick and it's pretty professional. All right. Um, can I tell anything by clothes and things like that? Uh, they're fairly well-dressed, but not overly dressed for the area. Um, uh, almost as if it was picked to blend into this uh, particular part of town. You've got uh, one colored man that may be uh, half... Uh, he's a uh, mulatto, perhaps. Uh, the other two are uh, white men. All three men seem to be in their maybe late 20s, early 30s. Uh, you know, well kept, uh, freshly shaved, look very professional. <laughs> I didn't actually people. <laughs> I just thought my character was being paranoid. All right, <laughs> excellent news. Um, given my extensive knowledge about this kind of stuff, do I think that it would be wise to um, do kind of an approach and see uh, who they are, or do I think that that would be a bit of a waste of time? Uh, yeah, up to what your character would think. Uh, depends on the character of the men. Somebody might take it uh, jovially and uh, basically give you the time of day just for having the professionalism to notice that they're being tailed, but uh, some might uh, some might take offense to it. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's always the toss-up, right? You know, yeah. it uh, yeah. really depends on the type of men that are following you. These guys seem to be, again, very clean, very orderly men. Uh, you don't really detect a bearing of them uh, like they're uh, professional soldiers, but they're definitely professionals of some sort. Yeah, this is what they do. All right. Um, no, I'm fine. I'm, uh, I'm fine with it. I'll... Uh, I'll not obviously try to lose them, but if I manage to lose them, I manage to lose them. Right. Uh, so are you trying or are you not trying? Um, I will... Is there any way that... No, I'm not trying. I'm, You're I'm not trying. trying? Okay. Well, if you were, uh, I would say it's a streetwise role to basically know what street to dart into or which business has a back door that you can go into and then slide out the back sort of thing. Uh, if you're not trying, though, it's fine. There are benefits that they don't know that I know. Okay. Uh, again, very professional. They never get too close to you, and they're doing a little tag team operation where, you know, one will seem to go around the corner, but the other one picks you up. Uh, they keep you in sight, but they don't ever get too close. Yeah. I love this guy. Yeah. All right. So uh, you arrive at Franny's then. Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, uh, what are you doing about 10 o'clock in the morning? Um... Just finished breakfast and probably reading a paper. Okay. Yeah. The entertainment news. All right. 
so yeah, you're you're hearing about the hundred thousand that have gathered for the uh, orchestral event um, over the weekend. That happened in Chicago. Uh, so yeah, okay. So you get a, a knock on the door. Rap, rap, rap. Is that the tapping? A tapping at your crack the crack the door. Oh, good morning, Jack. What's up? Oh, I tip my cap. Oh, well, I figured that today was a good day to go down to the docks. I was hoping that uh, Miss Annalise would show up and we could uh, see if our good friend, the uh, policeman, would show up as well. I have a feeling that they will. Oh, um, huh. what's the weather like out today? Oh, it's nice. Huh. September, um... So uh, it's uh, it's it's just just getting to that crispness in the air, but uh, it's not overly cold. Oh yes, today would be a nice day to go to the docks, wouldn't it? I smile winningly. Coffee? Of course. I was never thought you would ask. <laughs> okay. Come on in. I come on in. Okay. Um. Franny wouldn't have a wouldn't really have a servant, so uh, Franny will pour oh, I'll pour him some coffee, and I will engage someone in some innocuous just, Yeah, <laughs> okay. Very Seems like you're uh, leaving it open for a niece and Samuel to ha- perhaps stop by then at some Indeed. point. So we'll we'll move over to uh, a niece uh, niece Villain. So uh, what have you been doing from Sunday night uh, to Monday morning? <laughs> Not a lot, I would think. You had a good show. Uh, enough that you yeah. got an admirer that's got this nice bit of jewelry that's been uh, put in your lap here. Uh, not just any jewelry, either. Jewelry that was specifically uh, bought to match your complexion uh, and the wardrobe that you wear on stage, which is probably not the wardrobe you normally wear. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's a creepy guy. I would have a creepy guy. <laughs> <laughs> With a fair amount of taste, however. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the with Franny. I'm not going to pawn the jewelry, although I could. Um, I guess if I'm just going to be doing my usual thing, it'll be out in the prowl and just sort of see what I can. Oh, I bumped into you. Sorry, sir. Oh, now 10. <laughs> you know, Wallace Lighter sort of thing. That's when you look down at the uh, the newsboys that are running around. You see the front page news about the uh, the cops putting out uh, the honeypot trap of the snorer and picking up pickpockets. <laughs> well, I don't go for the snoring ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if you're uh, if you're plying your trade, some go ahead and give me uh, give me a roll on that. It's a performance uh, for you, is it not? Did you pick up uh, that as performance? Yeah, yeah perform pickpocket. Yep. Sure. Uh, Give me a roll. Plus two, because I'm talented. Yeah, nice. Okay, roll yeah. a d4. Uh, four. Okay. Uh, so five bucks. You, know, you get a, you know, a pocket change here and there, a few bills there and there. So, you know, it's profitable yep. morning. Five dollars. Uh, that'll... That'll pay for a lot of things. So mark down. Uh, so while you're you're out and about, uh, we'll say uh, uh, 
a better neighborhood for this sort of thing is uh, probably around where Franny has her house. Uh, it's a neighborhood where people go out walking their dogs in the morning. Uh, and when they do so, you know, they, they dress up to do so. And uh, it's a place there are certainly better marks. Um, <laughs> Franny, you live like right in the same neighborhood that our whole, our whole game here is taking place. But you're kind of like right on the border. It's so, like you're on the fringe right where, you know, this – this section of the city is and the next one where slightly more uh, upper crust is so like you're you're straddling the line which brings your property values down a little bit but it also makes it affordable <laughs> ah okay gotcha all right uh, so you're in the neighborhood anyway Anise uh, not not pushing you to join things uh, or anything Jamison mm. but saying that's that would make sense where you would apply this kind of trade otherwise you wouldn't be getting much. <laughs> and deeper into this area, uh, Samuel, you're you're on the beach today, but uh, you're dressed casual. Of course, everyone knows your face, um, so a lot of a uh, lot of your regulars are commenting on the, the bandages and whatnot and wishing you well. Genuinely uh-huh. wishing you well, <laughs> which is not what most beat cops get. Yeah, it's because I'm a good person. <laughs> Sammy thinks that's perfectly normal, <laughs> and there's nothing out of the ordinary about this. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, right. I want to spend a little bit of time with the uh, old lady downstairs, just talking to her a little bit, and then you know, walk to walk to beat just a little bit, and then head down to Franny's. Okay, uh, good enough. So we'll get Samuel there, then he'll show up next. Yeah, say we'll say Anissa's going to Franny's because I'd probably say that she's the one with the, she's keeping the pools for her because mm-hmm. Anise wouldn't really have any place to put them. Yeah, nowhere safe. Are we there yeah. pools? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, pearl earrings and a necklace. Yep, all right. So, uh, Franny, you are now entertaining. Everyone is there. Uh, over a freshly brewed pot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. uh, get some cookies out, just so, you know. Anise, did you happen to notice whether or not you were being followed? Nope. Did you? I am. Being oh, followed. Did you notice if I was being followed? Would I have noticed? Well, I know you were already in the house, so. Maybe you should take a, next time we split up and you... Come back this way. You should take a look. See uh, whether or not there are gentlemen following you. I will vaguely uh, describe the three gentlemen who follow me. Oops. Uh, Obviously, uh, Jack is remembering how well I notice things. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> do you have a notice skill? I forgot. No. Okay, good. Good for you. <laughs> Sometimes oblivious is the best place to be. Yes, indeed. Well, Jack, did these men seem... I mean, were they visibly armed? Uh, uh, you rolled with a... You rolled a 10, so... Yeah. Uh, they didn't appear to be. I mean, uh, short of a well-tailored jacket, which they had, you know, nice clothes on, they didn't look like they were... You know, they looked off the rack, so you don't think that they were tailored to hide a gun? And you didn't notice anything in particular? No, I did not. Um, they did not appear to be armed. Okay. Do you? Did you see? Are they still outside now? 
Oh, I don't know. I'm not looking for them. I'm very pointedly not looking for them because I don't want them to know that I know. It's very important when you play these games that they, if they think that I don't know, then it's better for me. Uh huh. It may not be better for me. They will find me again. They know who my associates and they will know, and they know my place from whence I go. So, there's no real hiding from them. So, my only other choices are either to confront or to see what information I can find out and uh, see, you know, how, how vigorous they are, whether or not they switch out teams, so on and so forth. If multiple people, multiple things means a professional operation, I would figure the Mr. Styles would use newsies, could be mob, could be uh, the police. I tip my hat to Mr. Fix, or it could be um, the Continental, or it could be someone I don't know. So, the more information and the more I wait and the more I look, the more I will know. But professionals, men who know they work, which is rare in this day and age. Huh. I do hate to ruin the professional's day. Hmm, Jack, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this. Sadly, my dear friend, this is part of the life. And if we are going to continue this stuff, this is always going to be part of the life. <sighs> Sigh. More coffee? Of course. Thank you. It's excellent, by the way. You use a little bit of cinnamon in there? Yeah, it's a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of ginger, and some chicory. A little rat poison. <clears throat> I'm used to it. <laughs> Who isn't? All right. Well, Most of the flavor. <laughs> uh, and you have no idea who these people are, huh? No. None. Professionals, like I said. Which is rare. Okay. Well, we should go down and and look at that berth that uh, <coughs> Mr. Stiles has reserved down at the docks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's go. Uh, anything else? Anyone have any ideas about things they want to do? Yeah, the birth sounds pretty good. And, uh, of course, um, maybe some further research into Miss Rose, that would be. But that is for later. All right. Is, uh, her, well, real, is her real name uh, Delilah Starr? Is her, uh, and Rose LaRange is her stage name? Other way around. Other way around, okay. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, the docks uh, are a little further uh, in. Uh, public transport will get there, you there, of course, and public transport is, is very cheap. 
uh, literally uh, a few pennies uh, will get you there. <clears throat> if you want to go that route anyway. Of course. Should we have a few yeah. pennies? <laughs> yes. How, how far away is the Burr? Well, um, hmm, I have... I don't know that I have a map on this. Did I give me a second here? Ah, yes, I do have a map. There was a map. Yeah, there is a full-on map of New Orleans. Yep. Of New Orleans. Okay, so uh, the you're going all the way down uh, to the Bay Area here, so it's like towards uh, the very middle of the map, and you guys are eh, it's it's good it's a good distance. Uh, there is a there is a tram that'll take you there though, train station. So yeah, you're heading out towards this area here, and you guys are in roughly this area here. Okay. 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 Well, you guys, uh, you have to walk a few blocks. The train station doesn't go exactly to the docks, um, and the corporate edge of the docks uh, is all fenced off. You know, they've got people, uh, they've got guard uh, guards and guard dogs uh, there to keep people away from the shipping uh, ships, you know, the, the large container ships that are being, uh, things are being uh, created onto and uh, winched onto, the, that sort of thing. So they don't just let anyone come onto that. Uh, but what you're looking for is the public or the citizen's dock. And which it's good. It's got a very nice awning over it. It's all upkept very well. You know, it's uh, everything's scrubbed very nice. All the wood is very, uh, none of it's rotted. All, all kept very, very nice. Uh, people that can afford boats, uh, <clears throat> you know, they want to give a nice presentation for it. So from the tax records, you're able to find out that this guy has a berth here. It's uh, 1109. Uh, which is easy enough to track down. There are some security guards here, but they don't pay you a lot of attention. The guy's literally reading a newspaper, drinking coffee, and just kind of waves at you as uh, your group passes through. Uh, everyone is dressed, you know, no one is dressed uh, like a vagabond or anything. So, uh, you know, he doesn't pay any particular attention to the group going through. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so you come to the slip, and uh, there is currently no boat in the slip. Uh, there is uh, a couple of boats to either side of them. One of them has got a guy that's kind of just fishing off the pier. He gives you a, a jaunty morning as he lifts up his coffee cup. Uh, you're still before noon, so that's morning for lots of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, let's. I will. Uh, we don't. We don't know exactly where in this um, facility, do we? Oh yeah, you've got the exact. You've got the slip number, and you're you're here right now. You're looking at the number; it matches up. But there's no boat in the slip. Okay. Uh, there's boats to either side, and as I said, one of them has a guy that just welcomed you with a good morning. He's kind of fishing off the end of the pier. Okay. Um, I'm going to withdraw an envelope that I have, and. Um, do you mind if I have an envelope? Or- nope, not at all. Okay, and I'll just have a whistle and a kind of jaunt to my step of the working man who knows that every step they make doesn't really matter because he's just going to have another job beyond that one. <laughs> and I'll say, morning. Hey, this is a good one. 
Uh, Indeed it is. Slurps more of his coffee down. He's got one hand on his fishing rod. Managed to catch anything today? Ah, uh, he looks down at his uh, his bait box and he says, "Well, managed to lose some bait this morning. That's about it." <laughs> Wily little buggers. What you aiming for? Yeah, he, uh, he's Parker? he's still sitting on the edge of the pier, but he reaches around. Uh, he sticks the the fishing pole between his legs, reaches around with his right hand, his free hand now to shake yours. I will shake it uh, genially, and I was mind if I take a sip? Please do. My name's Josephus Johns. What's yours? Ah, uh, Henry Jones. Absolute pleasure, Mr. Josephus. Uh, so, what you aiming for, Croker? Eh, a little this, a little that. I got a shoe last week, hoping for the other for a match set. <laughs> well, I, I understand you well, Mr. Josephus. Well, you see here, I got this letter. I was told to uh, come down here and deliver to that slip over there. Unfortunately, don't look like there's nobody in that slip. His eyes get a little, uh, a little, little hard for a moment. He says, "You a revenueer?" Oh no, Mister Josephus. You ever seen a revenueer come down and shake a man's hand all honest like? Take a sit. He looks down. He notices he still has a watch on his wrist. He says, ah, "I guess you ain't then." <laughs> so, question is. You haven't known the man who lives in that slip? You know when he might come back here so I'd make this delivery? Don't get paid, don't make the delivery. I don't really know when he'll be back. He uh, takes off his uh, hat, exposing a egg-bald head with a, the, the, the hair on the sides. Mm-hmm. He scratches uh, scratches that bald pate and says, Well, I can tell you when he left, he was in a hurry. Got out of here late last night. The, Did it now. Uh, the Tidy Endings, that's the name of that boat. The end. All right. Well, you know, he man, just sits here. He lives. Uh, he lives off it now and then. Entertains now and then. Nice boat. Real nice boat. Can't remember the last time he's taken it out. Oh, they get all the, those fancy parties. All them fine ladies. That liquor flowing like wine. <laughs> Sometimes he throws out these champagne bottles, and they ain't nearly done. Oh. Well, that is a mighty nice catch. Much finer than the shoot. Uh, when he says this, he kind of points over to like a rubbish bin that's at the end of the pier. When he says, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when he says that uh, things get thrown out. Mm-hmm. Well, well, uh, how end this? Well, I certainly do appreciate it. I'll make sure to go ahead and tell my masses. I managed to go ahead and miss the man. Well, if you want to leave me with a card, uh, I reckon I can give you a call if I see him come back. Well, that would be awful kind of you. I will flash out a card with just a number on it yep. and say, uh, just go ahead and get that number a call, leave it on there, and uh, I'll be checking it from time to time. Hey, uh, you got yourself a cigarette I can bum there? Of course, of course. Why don't we just sit there and watch the sun rise out for a moment? That's oh. this stack of people behind you are just watching. <laughs> you know. Apparently. Uh, yeah, so what are the rest of you doing? It looks like uh, uh, your talker is, is doing his job. Um, I'm going to wander over and take a look at that rubbish bin. Okay. Yeah, you clearly hear what they're saying. Um, there is uh, there is actually quite a few champagne bottles in there, uh, all high-end stuff. Uh, several empty liquor bottles, some nice crystal glassware, 
Um, some of it was uh, broken up, uh, chipped, etc. That's why it's made it into the rubbish bin. But you also find uh, wadded up cloth in there as well. You're not quite sure what it is unless you're going to actually pick through the rubbish bin. Um, okay, looks a little I... suspicious because it's right at the top and it's kind of tidily wrapped. You know, it's not like just discarded cloth. It's been tucked oh. and rolled. And I'll, I'm going to pick that up very, very gingerly. Okay. Uh, lightweight. Feels like there's uh, other cloth wrapped inside of it. It's all, it's like, uh, it's soft. Uh, you notice it's, uh, it's also bloodstained as you're pulling it out. Oh. Okay. Um, I want to peer in. Can I see anything under the uh, champagne bottles and stuff? Uh, looks more like just like normal rubbish, uh, bits and, you know, scraps of food, that sort of thing. Uh, this thing had like a cover over it so the gulls don't get to, uh, the garbage. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to carefully wrap that up in a handkerchief Mm -hmm. and, um, wait until Jack is done talking to the local. All right. Uh, Sam, Anise, you guys doing anything? So... To frame the scene, uh, sorry, let me just... Yeah, go ahead. You guys are uh, out on uh, on a quay. Uh, it's like the finger of wood that goes out into uh, the bay, and you know, you've got different ships around each side. So there's a ship to the left, ship to the right. There should be a ship right here in the middle. Uh, this is the berth you're looking for. No ship, though. Uh, the ship to the left is uh, doesn't look like to be anybody home. Ship to the right... Um, in kind of disrepair, you're not exactly sure that it would uh, withstand very much in the way of actual seamanship out there. Uh, it's probably owned by the guy that is being talked to by uh, Jack right now. Uh, many other boats in this harbor as well. Some of them look really nice. Some of them are obviously people are living on them. Uh, cheap place to live. The boats probably couldn't, if you did unmoor them, uh, they may sink if they went very far into rough seas. You know, <laughs> uh, So yeah, a lot of people... It's cheaper to buy uh, a crappy boat than it is to buy a home. So, there you go. Um, can I catch? Uh, can I catch uh, Officer Figgis's eye? Sure, he's right there next to you. Uh, hey, um, check check this out. I hand him. I wrapped it up in my handkerchief because I didn't want to damage it too much. But check this out. <laughs> Uh, What did you wrap up? The cloth that was bloodstained or some of the crystal? The cloth that was bloodstained. Yeah. All right. Uh, It is uh, essentially the outside of it is like um, it looks like a a smock, like like a butcher would wear. Um, On the inside is rather nice uh, suit coat pants, but it's all been bloodstained. Interesting. Looks like somebody had a bad date. Got all bloodstained. Ah, I wonder what happened last night at the party. Uh, so are you rifling through the pockets and such? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the only thing left in it, uh, kind of tucked into uh, the pant, uh, the, the cuffs on the bottom of the pants rolled up a little bit, hemmed, and it looks like something caught in there. And You pull out a book of matches for the Ambassador Hotel. Ooh. Do we know that? Has that come up before? Yeah, that is the hotel that you guys yep. went in and found, uh, well, last session when you went in and 
confronted uh, the men. <laughs> okay. Yep. Benjamin Grundy. Gotta go see him. Alright, uh, so uh, not Samuel, uh, Jack. Uh, what do you want? You wrapping things up with the uh, oh, yeah. fisherman's Josephus? Yeah, he's a friendly yeah. sort. You know. Yeah. Um, see, maybe one day come out, out here and have a beer. Have a nice, easy day. I think that'd be fine, Josephus. What about yourself? Oh, that'd be just fine. Glad uh, to met your acquaintance. Absolutely. You got a uh, pole, or do I need to bring my own? Oh, I, we got plenty I, of fishing gear. Okay, I'm a trader. You just bring the beer, I'll provide the bait and the pole. <laughs> that sounds like a fair trade to me. Alright, well then. I tip my cap. No. Go ahead and stand on up. and uh, yep. He's enjoying his cigarette as he goes back to casting his pole. Yep. <clears throat> um, as the... <coughs> As Officer uh, Figgis is, Figgis is looking at uh, the clothing, I want to take a quick look at the broken crystal and see if it's like possibly like a mono, any like monogrammed crystal that's broken. Uh, it's not, but it's fairly high end stuff. I mean, this is even cracked like this. You could probably, you know, someone could pawn this for a few bucks. Um, even with you know a small chip off the rim, that's one of them at the top. Uh, that's the only thing wrong with it. It's a small chip. Um, not monogram, not custom, but it's definitely high end stuff. As is all the champagne and booze bottles that you're finding in here. Hmm. Do we have any idea what place would sell this since this is kind of a high scale booze? There's a couple of places that come to mind. Um, actually in the part of the city you're in now, there's pretty much only one place that could cater towards this sort of thing. Um, and they don't do a lot of business in it. I mean, again, you guys are not in the greatest part of town. A uh, place called mm. Casey's um, basically sells uh, libations and they do setups for parties. Um, uh, rent, you can rent tables. You can, you know, just any kind of get together you're trying to throw. You can generally get uh, all your catering done there. Well, it'd be interesting to see if they could find... Um if someone provided servants, because some, I bet someone did, I bet he doesn't have servants that live with him. So. Hmm. so maybe we should take one or two of the the better intact glasses, uh, crystal with us as well. Well, we can see. I mean, mm -hmm. if the place is catering, I bet they have servants that they come along with. Probably a package deal. Yeah. Those, those blokes might know a thing, too. At least I reckon. What do you think, Anise, over there? Uh, if you want any defense, I might know a few people. Could be. Could happen. Now, you know, might also know a thing or two that they're a watchman. I bet there's a night shift guy who comes around. I bet with all these fancy-looking boats, you might heard a thing or two if it was loud. That type of wound, does it look like it was loud, or does it look like it was quiet? Uh, so give me a notice roll for Samuel. Uh, you're looking over the bloodstained clothing. Maybe an investigate role? Uh, yeah. Yeah, either one would work. Don't you have profession police there, Sam? Well, investigation and notice are both trained. Eh. Yeah, either one. Yeah. Whichever your yeah. highest will work. They're both the same, so. Okay. 
Uh, three doesn't give you anything special, but it, it's good enough to notice uh, is that the, 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 there's a lot of blood on the clothing, but you don't see any holes in the cloth. Like there's not bullet holes. There's not slashing wounds. It looks to you more like transfer. Like someone bled on this guy or this guy held someone that was bleeding. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what Sleuth does. Okay. And the only other thing, again, is like I said, is everything was wrapped in this apron that looks kind of like a butcher's apron uh, or, you know, make a, a smock of some sort. Very like, clean, very bleached, starched like, edges. Like a cook would wear. Uh, yeah, yeah, cook, cook could wear that. Well, I think um, if it's going to be a nice piece of clothing, it's going to be a chef, not a cook. Oh, wow. I apologize there, Mr. Biggs. I ain't a fancy man like the sort. Oh, neither am I. I just have to deal with him every once in a while. Well, I do appreciate your not your in-depth knowledge to him. Um, could I make a quick invest? Is there something more to find there, Bert? There um, yeah, yeah. If you want to take a look at it yourself while Sam's holding it out, you might catch something. I do catch something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there is a very faint monogram <clears throat> on the smock. Um, and it's got the stylized CC uh, that you're thinking might stand for Casey's Catering. Uh, it is very faint because it's been washed and starched and washed and starched many, many times. Uh-huh. Well, then, I think we got ourselves here what you call a clue. Let's go ahead and see old Casey's Catering. But, um, Mr. Fig, would you mind making a quick stop by the uh, that man over there? Introduce yourself as a police officer. See might if there might happen to be a night shift gentleman who runs about. Oh, like a uh, uh, like a dock officer. Yeah, like someone who might be interested in what goes on in here during the nights, and who might have been paid to keep his damn mouth shut. Sounds like a good idea. What are you trying to find out exactly? Oh, well, this gentleman, Mr. Stiles here, left in a hurry, so the night shift uh, operator might have some a tale to tell us about what happened here. If the rubbish in that is that good, I'm surprised there aren't some bums around here waiting to pounce on it. Could and be. those are the people I'd talk to. Could be, could be. Sounds like we got a plan. Me and, uh... Could we? Well, Run you, away. You two can make your researches, and then, uh... I'll just sit here and enjoy this cigarette that I'm smoking. All right. Well, so, uh, Anise, um, you think that probably the dock workers that saw, well, not the dock worker, but the uh, dock official that was reading his paper as you were coming in, they probably have those guys hired to keep bums away. But, again, looking at the disrepair of some of these boats, you think that probably some of the people that live on these boats, especially the worst-looking ones, probably do scavenge through the garbage now and then uh, for scraps. <laughs> Uh, so that's about the closest you're going to come to Denaire Duels uh, along the wharf. The, the security probably keeps the actual beggars away. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, you know, certainly, if you want to try and uh, talk to anybody on the less well-to-do ships, you're welcome to do so. Uh, Sam, uh, again, there was just the one guard as you were coming in that you know, just kind of reading a paper. Nodded, you know, acknowledged that you guys were coming in, but didn't really do much more than to smile at you. 
seems to be the only person on duty currently. This is a fairly big dock to just have one person working. All right, I'll mosey on up to him with a big smile. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, he uh, puts his paper away, and uh, you know he he doesn't do it in a hurry like you caught him doing something wrong. But he takes his feet off the desk and comes to a stand and walks over to the edge of the booth, uh, lays his arms across it, and head out and says, "Morning. What can I do for you, sir?" Um, I'm interested in the uh, a boat that left earlier this morning or late last night. Which yeah, just deliver a, a message to it. And there's a, he just chuckles a little bit and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, you uh, you with the newspaper or something? <laughs> that was quite a quite a fracas last night. I've uh, had to come in shift early because of who takes his hat off and just he's chuckling as he's rubbing his head. He goes, "Oh, do tell gossip is so good." Uh, well, uh, give me some kind of persuasion role here. I mean, he's, uh, you don't need a huge number, but, uh, <laughs> he is supposed to be protecting the boat owners and such. <laughs> oh, Ooh. yeah. yeah he, you're easygoing manner and, uh, you're dressed well enough that he thinks that you might own one of the boats here, uh, potentially. He's like, oh, yeah, so, pff, somewhere around midnight, one o'clock, uh, he kind of points in the, the rough direction where all of you guys are standing around the particular mm-hmm. berth. He says, oh, there was some party going on out there. And uh, as uh, owner came in, uh, he kind of points back at the parking lot. Yeah, his car is still over there. Uh, yeah, that, that one with the white wall tires and the chromed out rims there, that's his. Mm-hmm. He came in and uh, when he saw that there was a party going on on his boat, he got really mad. Went in there mm-hmm. and there was... Uh, all kinds of yelling, and he was throwing people off the sides of the boat. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, some fracas going on. You know, we had to call uh, we had to call the police in, but uh, by the time they got here, uh, he had already taken the boat out. He left uh, he left his brother stranded stranded on the dockside. Uh, he'd uh, he clipped him in the jaw. He got a poor guy had a black eye. Uh, dished a whole bunch of catering people there too. Just threw everything off board, plates, dishes, everything. Wow! Seemed to be in an awful hurry to get that boat off the dock. And it wasn't even his party, was it? Oh, <laughs> well, he seemed to be very surprised that there was a party going on on his boat. You said his brother got stranded. He, he just left his brother and took off. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, that's that was the guy's story, anyway. Uh, I think they took him into booking last night. Uh, enough of the uh, owners here complained that uh, police had to do something, at least for a show. They probably released him already, but... Yeah. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Ugh. Well, I hope it didn't disturb you, Mr. Uh... No, it didn't disturb me one bit. I sleep like a rock. I was just, you know, come out later and hear people <coughs> talking about the party and... And I was just curious, more than anything. Well, I do apologize if the sound woke you. and uh, Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Go break into the car while he's stalling the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So uh, unless you want to get more out of him, he you know he just regales you a little bit more about. Uh, and they brought in a paddy wagon. They took everybody in. Everybody there was uh, caterers, and they took them all in, <laughs> causing causing a disturbance of the peace. <laughs> Um, is there a phone around here, but not there's, in the office? There's a phone, uh, there's a phone, uh, uh, like a row of phone booths, uh, just like right there, right next, right next to this office. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to try and call the, the local precinct. Oh, sure. Uh, you get, uh, the desk sergeant, uh, who basically acts as your a telephone operator. Hi, this is Officer Figs. I'm from the blah, blah, blah precinct. Um, I heard you had a little ruckus last night down here on the docks and took a bunch of people in. Yep. Uh, sure, yeah. He asks for your badge number uh, before he yeah. gives out any uh, any information. But he says, oh, yeah, yeah. Released them all this morning. Uh, they are all charged with violating the peace. Uh, <laughs> Looks yeah, like a lot of them were working for a catering company. They got uh, they they paid their fine. Uh, wasn't too much. It wasn't uh, didn't cause a huge fracas. Uh, we still got one of the boys uh, in the jail over here, though. Oh, really? Yeah, really? he's hmm. um, yeah, he's, uh, we we couldn't quite verify his story. He said that uh, <coughs> we couldn't verify that he was the legal owner or had any right to be on that boat, and we got a. Uh, well, we got a lookout for that boat as well. Uh, tidy endings. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. You know. You know the case. Then Are you working on it, Mister Figs? Uh, in a roundabout way, I got some information about something that happened, and just trying to track everything down. You know how the reports are. Got to get everything shipshape and in line and all that fun stuff. Well, there seemed to be some funny business about uh, the ownership of that boat. And uh, we're holding on to this guy. Uh, he's got a lawyer coming sometime today, so I don't expect we'll be able to hold on to him for much longer. Uh, but we're trying to work out who the actual owner of the boat is so that we can uh, have charges pressed if any of the uh, uh, the boat owners down there choose to press charges. Okay. Well, if you can, try and hold them until I get there. I shouldn't be too long. Oh, sure. Um, if you can. If you can. If you can't, that's fine. Oh, we'll do our best, Mr. Figs, Officer All, Figs. Great. Thank you so much. I'll be seeing you soon. All right. Uh, Anise, uh, are you wanting to do anything here? It sounds like there's got enough information that I want to be adding anything else to it. Hmm? Okay. In the car. <laughs> I can't hear whispers from across the, uh, from the guy talking to the guys fishing. <laughs> I'm already done. Now, this is I, why you're doing that. We will, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so we will, after uh, Sam comes back, uh, you'll be done talking to the fishermen there, Jack, and everyone's gotten back together at this point. Break into the car. <laughs> I don't even know what car you're talking about. That car right there. His car. Apparently there's a car. Good for it. I'm not actually a thief. <laughs> now he's calling <laughs> you a thief, Anise. I mean... <sighs> yeah. If you do manage to draw my attention to it as something that we do want me to break into, uh, I can pop the lock and you can have a look if you're really that interested. 
eh, not right now. There's a guy. He's standing there. He's watching us. <laughs> I, I do want to break into the car, but I'm not. Yeah, the parking lot is very close to uh, his security cage. Yeah, but you pop the lock on the far side. Yeah, but then when I crawl in, he's going to know that I'm in there. He wants me to crawl in. No, it's fine if I do it, but not if he Because does. you... Because I'm about as stealthy as a beluga whale. Tramping yeah, but I don't know what you're looking for, so... I mean... I wouldn't notice anything anyway. Like, a uh, registration, title, guns. You know, that kind of stuff. Fun stuff. Um, you know. Uh, we can get the license plate number, at least, and you can look at most of the stuff up. Man, I won't want into that car. Hmm. I, I can't well, if, you, if, you ex- if you explain it to me, sure, I'll do it, but I just wasn't. I don't even know whose car. Yeah, it's it's Styles' car. Oh, well, certainly in that case. I don't have any problem breaking those car. <laughs> I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was a Harbour Master's car that you were trying to break into. No, I was trying to break into Styles' car, but I'm not. Okay. Biggs, go distract the guard. Yeah, I'm here talking away and I'm on mute. Yeah, I'll go back up to just chatting about some of the other boats in the area and other uh, docks and berths where maybe the the boat would go to. Oh, sure. The guy's pretty affable. Uh, You get most of his job is probably just to keep the the owners here happy. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, he's he's glad to chat. He's just assuming that you own one of the boats here. You're dressed well enough. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, tell you what, go ahead and oh, give me a persuasion roll. Another one. Yeah. This one's basically just to keep him interested and keep him talking. That's good enough. All right. Uh, niece, uh, go over to the car. It is a really nice deal. It's, it's white. It's got this, uh, chromed, uh, exterior along the running boards around the headlamps and tires, uh, little roadster that's got a cloth top. I mean, it's up. Uh, the doors mm-hmm. are closed. It actually doesn't look like it's locked. I mean, you're looking through the window and you can see the little stems are up. It doesn't look like the guy locked the car at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be so hard to break into for anyone. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to check it anyway, just to be on the uh, paranoid side. Okay. Uh, well, go ahead and give me, uh, s- since you are really close uh, to the uh, the security guy's box here, go ahead and give me some I've kind got, of stealth well, roll. Yeah, I've got stealth. And you can do it at a plus one since he's being distracted by Fig. So, yeah, two raises. There we go. No problem. <laughs> uh, you're small enough that you can kind of just shimmy in without having to expose yourself through the windows. Uh, yeah. Start looking around inside. Okay, give me an investigation or, or a notice roll. I'll take either one. Either they're both the same. Okay. <laughs> I'm just basically going to be, in lieu of whatever this role is, I'm just going to be uh, grabbing anything that looks like an important paper and just grabbing it for Jack to look at later. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. All I know, I'm grabbing receipts from buying the bottles of champagne. <laughs> sure. Um, so, what is your role? Uh, a zero isn't possible, so whatever that role is didn't work there. Uh, no, no, it is possible for me. I'm not trained. Oh, you're untrained. Okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not a crit, crit fail. fail, I don't think. 
<clears throat> no, it's not a crit fail. But All right. Is, so you basically you grab the wad of paperwork that's inside the dashboard. Yep. Um, you know, you don't know what you got. You just grab everything that's there. Yeah. <laughs> on the back, on the on the back seat is folder marked criminal plans, and I just you know ignore it. <laughs> All right. I guess then I will have to stealth up and make my investigation. Oh my. Uh, okay. If you really, if you want to get in there with Anise, or after Anise comes out, uh, go ahead. Give me some kind of stealth roll. You can still have the plus one because. Uh, Figs is doing a good job of distracting the security guy. Yes, with a raise. Uh, with a raise. Okay, so <clears throat> there's not a lot in the oh, car. Oh, no, that, that's me stealthing. Oh, okay, yeah, this is you stealthing. Go ahead and give him your investigation or notice roll, then. Yep. I understand that you talked to Nixon to doing this. That is with, I see the eyes <laughs> got him. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is where you're hiding, God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh... Okay, um, so you find, you know, there's some blood stains that are on uh, the driver's side of the car and some on the passenger side where it looks like something had been laying in the seat and soaking in. Uh, not a body, though. Uh, maybe the clothes that you found that were all bloody. He had maybe taken off and thrown there. Uh, the thing of interest, though, is that the dashboard panel, you're noticing that there's a couple of extra buttons there. And you start playing around with them, and a little bit more of the dash comes down. Uh, and inside, it looks like it's essentially a holster for a shotgun, a couple of pistols, uh, and there's a couple of clips that are left uh, left over. Uh, shotgun is missing, and a pistol is missing, but there's still a pistol in there. Hmm. I, anything remarkable about the pistol or standard? It's a fairly nice gun. Like, oh, no. No, I don't want to make it obvious I was here. So. I'll leave it be. Um, um, go ahead. Real quick, was this a car that sped off when we made our assault? Uh, like, <laughs> with that uh, investigation roll, uh, you think to check the tires <clears throat> uh, because you did get a good print of it uh, as it was burning rubber of what the tires look like. And this is a pretty, this is a nice car, mm-hmm. uh, custom everything. So you think to go and look at the tires, and yeah, it is. This is the car that sped off. Alright, right. well. Didn't we, so I thought I, we trashed that car and I left it behind. Or did that get no, fixed? No, that was a different, different car. car. Okay. That, that was the car from the assault on our yep. digital pickle. This is the car that we, uh, that someone sped off in. Somewhere, sometime. Alright, um. Alright, and, uh, do I get Samuel Figgs's actual. I'm sorry, Stephen T- uh, Tyler Styles Tucker. Holy guacamole! Tucker <laughs> Styles's name that's registered on the car. Uh, well, uh, Anise pulled out all the paperwork that was in the glove compartment, uh, so that's already taken out. You don't see anything else in the car. It was kept very tidy, uh, immaculate, actually. Other than the blood stains, I mean, there's not so much as a crumb on the seats. Okay, so uh, I'll go they're ahead. White, it's, <laughs> it's a white leather interior, too. So uh, like, One thing you notice is that there are paw prints and fingerprints all over the car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I will go ahead and put... Um, <laughs> I will be putting all the stuff that he secured back. Mm-hmm. So Now, that is a thing. Um, if you want to try and pull a print, I mean, you can certainly try that. I think my zero kind of wiped out any yeah, chance of it. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm not going <laughs> to... 
You can pull my prince, but that's about as much. Well, then again, I got a twenty-two on the rolls, so I think that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, looking around, you can definitely think you can pull a print or two from a place that Anise probably didn't look very well, (laughs) which is most places. (laughs) Yeah, like the seat adjuster uh, bar, for instance, uh, things like that. Okay, Uh, yeah, I'll I'll grab a couple prints on my way up, and then uh, I'll grab um. Oh, things, and we'll go off to the police station. All right. <laughs> so you signal him in some arcane way after you're done pillaging the car. Hey, Fig, <laughs> time to go. Arcane. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I'll politely excuse myself. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're gathering back together on the other side of the wharf. Uh, you're out on the streets, uh, probably walking back to the public transport hub. Yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just take a look and see. Just very, very casual if my uh, friends are still with me. Yep. So you're going to go through the the information in the packet? Uh, yeah, it's it's all it's cars registered to Mr. Tucker Styles. It gives uh, an address. Um, you know, there's a... There's actually even a photo ID in there, although you don't know if it's him. Uh, I mean, it says Tucker Styles, but mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're looking at a guy that's uh, his mid thirties or so. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. I wanted to do a quick scan, and then I wanted to put all that stuff back. Bert, mm-hmm. Oh, you put it back in the car. I, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want him to know that we stole all this shit when he gets back. <clears throat> okay, if he gets back. So that would be bad, I think. Sure. All right. Uh, I'll do a quick scan through, you know, with my twenty-two investigation, see what I see. Uh, just the stuff you'd have, you'd you a person would keep with the car, you know, registration, that sort of thing. Um, you had to have uh, uh, they had like a photo uh, license at the time, so that's what I was saying. You had a picture there. You don't know if it is actually of him, but supposedly it should be. Uh, so, like, you know, you get a good look at him. For the first time, potentially. Yep, very nondescript guy, mid thirties. Uh, looks fit, square jaw. You know, slightly receding hairline. Uh, you just got a, a prominent English nose, high cheekbones. He's a fairly good looking guy, um, but he also seems to be, you know, very. You can lose him in a crowd easily. Not a lot that stands out. It's like he's got lots of good classic features, but it's kind of for. As I'll take it as a whole, it, he looks very average. All right. Well, uh, to the police station. Mm-hmm. What, hey, Fix, you think uh, they'll allow us in the interrogation room, or it's just going to be you? <laughs> uh, I could probably squeeze you in. Okay. I don't think everybody can get in there, but I think I can get one in. <coughs> Uh, yeah, interrogation rooms at the time, literally, they're steel boxes with no windows and <laughs> one door. <laughs> All right, so you show up at the precinct uh, that he would have been uh, dropped off at. Uh, you talk to the sergeant at the desk, uh, same person yes. you talked to on the phone. He says, well, uh, yeah, his lawyer contacted us, uh, but he's not going to be released until later today. So we still got him and hold him, uh, Officer Figs. Nice, nice, nice. I would like to have a couple of words with him. Uh, yeah, sure. He's in box five. Uh, he tosses you the keys. 
Fox 5. Alrighty, let's go. Go to box five. So he had already, uh, since you said you were on your way, they had already put him in an interrogation room. So he's sitting on a bench. He's got cuffs on his legs and hands, and he's cuffed to the bench. Uh, There's a table. Uh, That's pretty much it. A single light bulb swinging on the end of a line. (laughs) Um, Is there a a water cooler on the way? Sure. I want to get a a cup of water and walk in with it. All right. I'm going to stay out in the um, lobby. I guess the lobby area, and uh, basically look like I'm just waiting for somebody. Right. I'm not going, going to go into the police station because oh, then you won't see your face in the wanted poster, niece. <laughs> <laughs> I do a quick perusal of the wanted papers. Am I on there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they, they've got a board posted out there. You can look through it, uh, but no, your your face isn't on there. Oh, good. <clears throat> your crimes is, haven't followed you to this new city yet. Is this, Say that again. Is Anissa's face on no, one? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, but you do overhear a bunch of cops talking about their uh, latest uh, endeavor to catch pickpockets <laughs> in the area. Good for them. I of the police work. <laughs> So long as they're slower and dumber than me. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's go into this interrogation room. So you're gonna walk in with figs? Uh, figs, you want to play good cop? You want to be bad cop? <clears throat> uh, I'll let you take the lead and I'll follow. But whatever happens, happens. Alright. Um, I don't intend to rough them up. Uh, I think that might. But we'll see how it goes. I'll crack my knuckles. Say, take a second outside the door, make a nice inhalation of the breath, and say, it's time to put my game face on. And I will throw open the door with force and vigor. Okay. Uh, the guy that is uh, bound to the bench uh, sits up rather quickly. Someone had thought to give him an ice pack. He's icing the side of his face where he's got developing a very uh, hefty bruise on the on his light, uh, left eye socket. Uh, he's actually scraped up pretty bad, too. He's got like a little road rash on that side of his face. Uh, the guy at the dock said that people were being tossed from the boat. This guy might have landed on the wharf, you're thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I want to walk in, sit down, and put my... My lawyer, you're here yet? Nah. Oh, yeah, he's on his way. Oh, good, he good. He's going to be a minute. You understand traffic. It's a horrible thing in this city in this time of day. And then you have to all the commute and the paperwork to do. He gonna be a right minute now, there, son. Oh hell! Somebody got a cigarette. I'll go ahead and close the door. Why? Yes, I just do have a cigarette there for you, boy. Oh. I'll go ahead. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Oh, yeah, that is. Oh, that's better. Ah. Oh. Oh, yeah, maybe just hit the spot. See, problem is, is that. Uh, what's this fine young gentleman's name? Uh, okay, you want to look at his booking papers? It'll be there on the desk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so <clears throat> his, name, uh, his first name is Edwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, last name is, give me a second here, let me look this up real quick. Uh, Edwin Kate. See there, the problem is, Miss Kate, you do know that this might be your last cigarette for a minute now. Ah, oh, good, good. Yeah, so uh, so the lawyer is coming then. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, the problem is, <sighs> it's 
awful hard to get a man out for murder. Oh, murder? Wait, wait, wait. Are... He, he kind of he kind of like looks over the officer, looks at you kind of slyly, since you don't. Uh, neither of you have uniforms on. Says, "Oh, come on, aren't you guys on the take? Didn't we pay you off already?" Well, you see, there's the problem with that. Hey, look, look, don't don't break my balls here. You know, I'll make sure you guys get a nice little bonus and your monthly stipend, okay? Just, just get, get my lawyer here so I can get going, get back to business, you know? When business is good for me, business is good for you. Oh, I hear you, Mr. Kate. The problem is, is that there was that fancy car outside that place, and there's a body in that car. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tucker didn't clean up after himself. He left a body in the car? Oh, man, you guys got to take care of that. And it was a woman. He's, he's thinking for a minute. A woman? Uh, that doesn't seem to track. Uh, so give me a persuasion roll here to keep talking. Good. <clears throat> Let's see. Damn it. Benny. Right. You going to spend a Benny? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. I need this to work. All right. Um, all right. So, you know, he furrows his brow for a moment and says, huh. Good looking lad. She's good looking, dang. Oh, man. It's, it's another one of them singers or actresses he's always trying. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Stupid, stupid. So, you understand that the papers, they got, they got words, and words are important, particularly when it's a singer. Particularly then, you give us something, we give you something. Uh, like I said, you know, I'll make sure you guys get a little bonus and everything. You, you take care of that lady and you take care of that car, make sure it's a nice, fat bonus. I'd say it's already been a done deal as far there ain't no taking care of this particular one. Oh, uh, hell. You mean, you mean the reporters got to it before you did? <sighs> the reason what are we paying you all for? There's a reason why we came in here so late, Miss Kate. All right, so, so uh, he's nervously smoking the cigarette. <laughs> so he's like, okay, look. <clears throat> All right, so, uh, you know, you know, uh, Tucker's one of our cleaners, right? Uh, yeah. Normally, he's a lot more professional about this sort of thing. Uh, so uh, what do we got to do to make this go away? Uh, who got the story? You know, we pay some people on the press, too. Well, we don't worry. There are men who are handling that side of the business. But what we need to know is what actually happened, so that way we can cover up what actually happened. We don't know. What actually happened? <laughs> he just starts laughing. I'm gonna, Styles done he, flipped his lid is what happened. Uh, go ahead. <coughs> uh, I'm going to say, before he actually says anything, I want to slam my hands on the table, spill the water, get up, look at, um, look at Jack and say... I don't want to hear this. Whatever you want, and just walk out. <laughs> right. And then I, I want to look back at Mr. Edwin and shake my head. <laughs> what? We not paying you enough? Oh, you got a funny temperament about the dames. He hates to see him go. You know how some guys are about that. Ah, it's one of them. them, them, them. Guys that believe in that chivalry thing, huh? Yeah. They around. No dams. Dime a dozen. They here around their bits. So, what happened? 
flipped his lid. I heard he threw a right there hiss of it. Yeah, he started talking in some uh, some bizarre tongue I'd never heard before. He just flipped his lid. I, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, it's his boat and all, but, you know, he knows that we use it now and then to entertain. It's part of the agreement. Uh, yeah, so he comes on board, starts yelling about it. He's got to get out now. Uh, plans have been ruined. He starts yelling at everybody to get out. No one's moving fast enough for him, so he starts throwing people overboard. You know, I try to talk some sense into him. Next thing I know, I got this shiner. And he kind of shows you the side of his head. Uh, I, I will speak a little Spanish at him. Um, something like, I'm going to kill you. No, 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 no. It's like that uh, like that language they talk at the, the, the main family up east, you know? Well, Spanish and Italian sound very Yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, all right. Uh, that's that's very good to know. I will go ahead and personally make sure that this is this issue is cleaned up and no one ever hears about it again. Oh, um, good, good. You just send my lawyer him as soon as he gets here. Sounds good, Mister. Guy takes enough of my money. He got to be more punctual than this. I bid you a good day. Hey, uh, let me have another one of them cigarettes. Of course, of course, just for you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. What was your name again? I got to make sure you get paid good. Henry Smith. All right. Mr. Smith. Mr. Gives you the wink. <laughs> and I will just go ahead and... Uh, All right. So what's Samuel doing? <laughs> You're looking around this police office knowing that most of these guys are probably on the take. Although not all of them. I mean, you know, they still, they're still holding the guy instead hey, of just letting him walk. They're police officers. They are not on the take. It's not this, <laughs> it's not this beat death that's doing it. So obviously this guy was lying about, you know. Yes. <laughs> cops yes. being. And I just, stage. I just could not handle it. I could not stand him lying about the police like that. So I had to leave. Uh, Franny, uh, a few officers have uh, surrounded you while you're out here in the lobby, uh, having caught some of your shows, uh, asking for autographs, asking where you're going to play next. Oh, I start signing a few autographs, uh, doing some light. Doing some light flirting, talking up the dill pickle, mm-hmm. and you should come and see my show again. It's, it's you. I think you'll like it. Yep, yep. Uh, lots of young men on the force uh, that like uh, their nightlife still, <laughs> as they're not uh, hampered by the time restraints of marriage. You see, <clears throat> and yes, uh, quite uh, quite enthralled with your voice and your your. Uh, repertoire that you put on at the pickle in times past. And so a lot of them were concerned that uh, with the pickle burning down, you know, that's one more place that... Uh... Oh no, we've relocated and give them all the information about the new dill pickle. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Uh, Anise, so what were you doing all this? Are you just standing outside? You with us, Jameis? Perhaps on mute. Oh, sure. No, I- James, oh, uh, right back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Well, real quick, while he's gone, um, I'm gonna poke my head in and say, uh, Mr. K, real quick, you uh, there's a dame that I happen to be looking for that you might be able to help me out with. Uh, name is uh, Delilah Star Singer. Got a great voice. So I'll give him a description. You ever known uh, her to hang out with uh, Mr. Styles? Uh, he thinks about that for a minute. Delilah Star. Name sure sounds familiar. He thinks about it for a minute. Got a great voice. Hmm. Knockout. 
I'll give him her basic figure. Try to hope to jog his memory. Well, sounds familiar. Uh, I don't know the name myself, but uh, I think we've got there's some kind of deal going down. You know, he's, he's like just talking to himself, and he's like, "Nah, no, I don't, I don't know." Yeah, it sounds familiar enough, but it's uh, it's not in my it's not my field. One of the other guys has got something going, I think. You know, uh, you know who would? Uh, he thinks about it for a minute. He says, "Huh, well." Be worth more than money to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy that does our books for us. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Everybody calls him Agamemnon or Aggie for short. Aggie. All right. Yep. Um, yep. as I recall, we did. Um, old old uh, Kailu told the chain of command that Tucker Styles was a traitor. Correct. Yep. Okay. And uh, Mister K, I'm gonna go ahead and give you some uh, inside knowledge. Friend of a friend kind of thing. Mr. Stiles um, was your traitor. The guy who was working on the inside for the family back home. Ah, nuts! And he slaps the side of his face, forgetting that he has a bruise there. Oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, good. I, I enjoy his pain. So That ain't good. That ain't good. Uh, Tucker literally knows where the bodies are buried. Well... You got planted on him, so. Oh, he's uh, yeah. He's like, oh, you you got to get that lawyer of mine back in here as soon as you can. We oh, we got we got some work yeah. to do. Other if, boys uh, in your organization, no. If Tucker is gone, oh, if Tucker's gone to the other side. This we got some we got some cleaning to do. You 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 get my lawyer in here. You get him in here. I need to get out. Oh, I will. Ensure that that is expedited. Uh, but, well, you see, thing is, um, last time, let me, uh, yeah, I gave, I gave Henry Smith to my last, um, to the last guy, yes. right? Yes. So, um, there's a gentleman that I met in your organization. I'll give him a description. Happen to know him? Uh, I'm sorry, who are you giving the description of? Uh, the man who gave me a card ride home to the back to the Dill Pickle after the very first. Um, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Uh, huh. He, he, he's taken aback by a minute there and says, oh, sounds like one of the made men. Uh, yeah, could be, is. could be Julius? With, um, let Mr. Julius know. Henry Smith would be very, very interested in continuing a beneficial relationship. Last time, we didn't end on such good terms. Kind of. But I I can know things and I can help. But I need a quid pro quo. So. All right. Right. You don't, you don't really, uh, you know, somebody like me. We don't so much talk to the made men like that, but uh, I could pass it up the chain, I guess. You have chains, commands. Everybody have chains. Yeah, you know, family's orderly. That's how it works. Chains that bind us. So I would appreciate you passing that up the ladder because I would be very, very interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just give me my lawyer. Of course. And uh, they won't find me in this police station. I bid you a good day, Mr. Kate. Um, 
Anise, where were you staying? You, you didn't. You never went into the police station, I take it. So you're waiting outside. Yeah, basically. Okay, give uh, me a notice roll. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, really, give me one. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, notice, notice, notice. I notice nothing. Woo! Okay. I mean, could be worth spending a chip on. You, we have been. No. So they're going to refresh. So up to him, up to him. Yeah, just um, throwing that out there. Okay, so if you're going to go, if you're going to leave it with that, uh, what are you doing outside? I was planning on getting myself some lunch. I assume it's around lunchtime, and oh, by yeah. that I'd make at least decent food. Yeah, there are street vendors uh, about uh, right in front of a police station. That's ballsy, but actually, uh, in your line of work, you know that they're uh, they're less protective because they think they've got this protection right there, so they're less. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm going to. It's basically like grab an apple or grab a small piece of fruit or grab a small something. It's not like I'm going to. Go, oh, I'll take this half the card and that half the card or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you end up with a, a bag of uh, warm nuts and uh, some fruit. <laughs> yeah, 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 that sort of thing. Dragon helps to distract a bit, so you know. Okay, uh, how is Anise dressed right now? Uh, in robe with hood up. Uh, she's wearing a different wig to what she wears at night. Okay, uh, a dark skinned man uh, approaches you. Uh, he's he's dressed uh, he's dressed fairly nice. I mean, you know, not basically. Me- I don't look like I do during the performance. So right. Yeah. Uh, dressed fairly nice, although not upscale, you know, perfectly blending with the area. He's got a straw boat hat on. Uh, he walks over to you and, uh, he takes his hat off, says, uh, ma'am, if I could have just a moment of your time, please. Um, and he, he pulls out a $5, uh, $5 bill. He says, uh, I'll pay you for your time. Just a few questions. Uh, I don't usually provide that sort of services. And he looks, he looks at the food in your hand and he looks over the cart that she swiped it from. He says, oh, come on, it's easy money, and I just need some. Qu- I just need to ask you some questions. So I can ask you right here, right on the, on the sidewalk. We don't have to go anywhere private. Oh, and mister. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he folds a $5 bill over and hands it to you. Hmm? <clears throat> he says, um, your friend that's in there, and he, he describes uh, uh, Nick's character uh, to you. Great, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, what can you tell me about him? What's his name? <laughs> what, what name would Anise likely to remember? <laughs> Around you guys, he's pretty much been going as Jack. Yes. Yeah. But he has used Henry for other people. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as I'm, uh, just uh, just uh, as far as I'm aware, he has been saying he's a PI, been wanting to get work. So in, in regards to. I'm not aware Jack's trying to hide anything. I'm just right. going to be open to say he's a, as far as I'm aware, he's a PI and his name is Jack Vance and he takes jobs for people. Okay. He actually, see, the guy seems to visibly relax at that. He goes, oh, he's a PI. Okay. Well, yeah. That makes sense. As far uh, as okay. Uh, you know, if he's got a client now, is he working for somebody? Yeah, he's got one or two, but he's, uh, depending on how busy he is, he's always going to take on more. Okay. I gather. He pulls out a notebook at this point and he starts uh, asking you some questions off of it. He says, uh, "So tell me, have you ever uh, uh, you uh, ever heard of uh, these couple of names are going to run by here? Uh, Delilah Starr, uh, Mary Lagrange, uh, Rosemary. Do those names sound Jack, familiar? I don't think Jack's ever talked to us about that part of the case. So yes, I have. Yeah, he has. Have you? Yep. Yes, I did. I did blow you. Oh. 
Yeah, and I okay. plot you on some of those was things. I pay, was I paying attention at the time? Uh, that's <laughs> up to you. Your character might not have. It didn't directly influence yeah. her. Yeah, and this is the names people I've heard of, probably. Uh, now, you probably have legitimately heard of Delilah Starr because you are an actor, or I mean, you, yeah. you're a performer, and she was a performer, so you could legitimately say you have heard of her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Delilah Starr, I think she uh, may have worked with the Pickle, but before my time, I've, okay. I've been doing a few things. And uh, there's uh, another lady in your company. Uh, is that uh, is that Franny Lewis? Uh, also play at the Pickle? Great set of pipes. No, you've heard of it. Yeah, she is very good, isn't she? Yeah, very. We, where's the dress? A very wonderful on those dresses. Lovely dresses of hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, just starts writing uh, some more information down. Uh, and just and uh, and what can I call you? Uh, I'm just uh, someone who hangs around. Don't need to worry about me. Hmm. All right. Yeah. You see, he just kind of nods knowingly. Like that it's all right. It's all right. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm not the police or anything. I just just some questions. Uh, I'm an investigator myself, and uh, he hands over a business right. card. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, it's a card for the Continental Investigations. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, "They know me because I I am a psycho with the what with." No, 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 no. They're they're a private company. Uh, people that are okay. after psychers are the big, you know, like cons- you know, think of FBI, CIA, the big the big guys. <laughs> Rangers. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Even guys, so, I'm a bit weary. That's why I'm not giving my name out. Right, right. I appreciate you giving my name out then. <laughs> yes. Well, as, as I said, oh, yes, I see, <clears throat> as far as I was aware, possible yeah. customer for you. Well, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, when you, you see your friend Jack next, uh, it seems like uh, his company and mine might be uh, working on the same case, and I'd sure like to have some time with him and... Uh, uh, or any of your friends, if they're working on this as well, uh, maybe we can put our heads together and uh, both of us get a paycheck for this, huh? Uh, appreciate it. And you know, he hands you the card uh, and <laughs> takes off. All right. Woo-hoo. So nice, easy, for another five bucks. Yeah, another five bucks. <laughs> it's ten bucks today. Woo! <laughs> yeah, you can live wild on ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so done in the police station. Franny, you've handed out some autographs, told them about some of your up, your upcoming uh, nights. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done. And mm-hmm. As soon as they're, you know, as soon as the interest starts weaning the slightest, then I'm going to, uh, excuse me, boys, but I actually do have to be somewhere. And my friend is very late, so I will catch you at the show. Yeah, it's about the time that Jack comes out, Sam's already muttering to himself in the hallway. <laughs> all right, uh, so we'll... Go ahead, you guys are all together now. Okay. Yeah, I was. Uh... All right, sounds good. Uh, let's let's go out and let's go find uh, old Anise and see and do old share. Anise. Well, Anise, we're gonna go shit blind talk. Exactly, Yep. So you're all together now out on the sidewalk in front of the police station until you decide otherwise where you're going. Uh, okay. So you can blow each other of all the information mm-hmm. that you've yeah. come across. So I will. Reasonable. Hello, the card. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Um, so I, I look at the, the card that 
give me and see if it <laughs> did I compare it to the card that I got from the other guy. Yeah, it's the same card. Uh, on this one on the back is written down in Mr. Pembroke. So he's, that's how he's personalized it. Uh, in case you want to get a hold of the person who hand and niece this card specifically, you're guessing that's his name? Okay. Well, uh, I will go ahead and find a phone booth, slap in a nickel, and give a call. Okay. Uh, well, you get a live, uh, you get a secretary on the other end. Continental Investigations. Not Operations. Nope, uh, you, this is direct, uh, directly to their... Oh, or, no, or this, their, their name was Continental Operations. Yeah. Yep, sorry, Continental Operations. Okay, so I, I will say, mm -hmm. uh, yes, um, I was looking for Mr. Pembroke. He gave an associate of mine a card. Oh, just a moment, please. Uh, uh, it looks like he is on the beat right now. Uh, he's not reachable, but I can leave him a message. Okay, what would be a good time to give him a call back? So uh, He's due back in the office at 3 o'clock today. Can so, I schedule you in for an appointment? Sure, why not? Yeah, who am I ask is calling? Um, Jack Vance. All right, Mr. Vance, I've got you penned in. Uh, let's give him a few minutes to call it. Let's say 310. He's due back at 3. Give him a little bit of time to get his coffee in. Sounds just like a plan to me, ma'am. Oh, well, you have yourself a wonderful day. I hope the same to you. Duly appreciate it. Goodbye. <laughs> I hang up the phone and scowl. Scowl deeply. And then I put my game face on. Go back. All right, so um, looks like Mr. Styles is in Terra Incognita. So I don't know if we have a, a way to find the... Uh, the tidy endings. I do like the name of them. <coughs> Fits very in well with them. What a jackass. Um, yeah. Me, um, I don't really see a way to track that down unless anybody else does. Nah. Okay, so... Oh, um, well, uh, his ship. Yeah, his ship. Yeah. Uh, it might be one of those things you just pass up a chain somewhere and get them to deal with it. Yeah. Let, let the bad guys know where he is, so or know the boat. Yeah. He'll try to find them. I, I don't I'm really sure he'll never be back again. I'll never have to worry about performing for him. No, I was I really, really wanted. Anyways, um so um there is a guy named Aggie. If only Kylo was here. But, um, need to, uh, ah, does it Aggie or Aganemon, uh, ring a bell to either of you two performers? Either of you guys have Streetwise? If you uh, do, you can roll it. Oh, okay. I think we both do. Yes. No, no. Anybody that has Streetwise can fill yeah. the roll. Yeah, name's somebody. I have Streetwise, too. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has it. Go ahead. <laughs> And it's unmodified? Unmodified. Okay. Yeah, it would make sense that Officer Figs doesn't know. It's probably the same with Jack, since he's a really newcomer here. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It's Aggie is the bookie. Uh, not only for like making books for like racing, etc., but he's also the bookkeeper of the mob. He knows where the mob's money is. Oh, good for him. 
Yeah, well, let's not bother him. Well, we do need to bother him. Yeah. One of the most protected men in the racket, you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The problem is... Let's not bother him. <laughs> the problem is, he's the guy we need to bother. So, uh, we have a meeting at uh, 1510. I look around and see... One yeah, guy it's, it's, it's not quite noon yet. Yeah, no, but I look around at the other th- two and see that they probably don't know what 1510 is, and it's like, it's 310 in the afternoon. Uh, so, we should... We have some time to kill in between here and there. We should all see if we can find some information about Mr. Aggie. Maybe, um, good old... Who runs the Dill Pickle? I forgot her name. Miss <laughs> Mooney. Miss Mooney. Oh, uh-huh. and then there is also the hotel. The we need to see Mr. Benjamin Grundy. So see Mr. Benjamin Grundy and see Miss Moody and see if she might know where good old Aggie might be hanging out these days. Uh, let's see. Did anybody roll with a raise for their streetwise? No. Okay. No. Um, yeah. So you know he's he, well. His his day job, like his legitimate job, is as a bookie because uh, bookkeeping is not illegal. I mean, betting is not illegal. Uh, so, I mean, you could always try at his day job, really. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, but I want to see Benjamin Grundy first. Alright. Uh, you guys want to take a five? Yeah. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at incompetech.com. If you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. You can find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening. Thank you.